Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports, news, and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the eagle eye, Bill Cerna. Now, it's time for Rollin' Eagles Football pregame show. Here's Sonny Clark. Oh, yo, 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 welcome into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, bringing you the 2019-2020 season of your Rowlett Eagles Varsity football team. Here as we get started, we are less than a day away from having the big game to happen. That is always opening night here as we start kicking off here in the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles as they go on the road they'll be taking on the Prosper Eagles in their first contest of the 2019 season and just like last year your Rowlett Eagles start out on the road and just like last year your Rowlett Eagles opened up another beautiful Beautiful stadium here for high school football in Texas. Last year, if you remember, it was the McKinney team, the new McKinney ISD is where we were for our first game last year and here we are in the first game this year as the Raleigh Eagles open up the new stadium over in Prosper, the Prosper ISD Stadium in Prosper, Texas. That having been said, if you look at what's going on as far as the uh, numbers concerned with those two stadiums, you're talking over a hundred and thirty million dollars for two stadiums now that kind of number is just astronomical when you think about what that kind of money can do for schools or whatever the case may be but I'm going to tell you the money is being well spent it's bringing you a very classy uh, facility a state of the art facility Beautiful stadium, beautiful videos, uh, uh, pages and video uh, out out on the stadium. So the video boards are going to be beautiful as well. If you get the opportunity, go over to YouTube and you can check out what the Prosper ISD is all about that stadium that we are going to be in you just put that it put in Prosper ISD football stadium and you can get a look at this beautiful stadium that we're going to be coming to you live on the Friday night of August 30th that is again in less than one day from today as the pregame show is going to continue check it out go over to youtube and see what we're where we'll be and hey if you want to see something new get on out hang it up and just just suck it up and head on over to prosper now i want to give you an idea what's going on in prosper as far as the stadium is concerned as far as tickets are concerned the season tickets for the home side have already been sold out 
and they've been sold out for over a month. So that just goes to show how busy it's going to be on the Prosper ISD side. So that means for the Prosper Eagle, they got a huge home advantage. So we need to bring you guys out to this one as well. You need to pack up the car, pack up the truck, pack up a trailer, go out and have a, a, a tailgate party before the game on Friday, August 30th. Because it's important in reality for you to be there to support your Raleigh Eagles going up against a home field advantage that is happening over in Prosper and you know what's going to happen is right now that the, all of the season tickets have been sold out, that means that for the Prosper side, that means that if we do not fill up that stadium, they are going to leak on the other side, on the visiting side so we want to make sure that we represent the Raleigh Eagles varsity football team well and go out and support that team. It's going to be a fantastic night as again the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna and I open up a new stadium our second year in a row. I'm excited about that. Now on the pregame show today we're obviously going to talk about the game. We're going to talk a little bit more about Prosper. We're going to talk a little bit about what the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna sees in this football team as he is doing his background as we speak, as I do this early. Uh, he is all over it and so am I. So we'll take a look at your Rowlett Eagles. We'll take a look at the Prosper Eagles and see what we can expect in this one tonight. Again, folks, we have not seen the Rowlett Eagles at all uh, as we do not bother this football team. And folks keep asking me, and so at the beginning of the year I like to just put this out here with us doing what we do for the Rowlett Eagles what we do not want to do is take the attention off what needs to happen that means for me to call and ask for an interview for the head coach of the Rowlett Eagles varsity football team Doug Stevens is in my eyes just out of line the man has got a lot of work to do and also asking for interviews for the players I just think that is too much. We don't need to necessarily have interviews with the players, but we bring you the action here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. And we've been doing it for a long while because we've been doing it this way. And one thing I have learned over the years, the less bother that you are, the better access and all the things that we need to bring you the broadcast um, and is right there for us at our needs when we need it up in the media box. We do not need to be out on the football field interviewing players or coaches or anything else like that. We just don't need to do it because the important thing is to bring you the play-by-play -play live each and every week, unlike the other radio station that covers the Garland ISD, does not cover this live. You can go listen to the game, uh, whether it be like we do it on the internet radio, or most of the time you'll hear the Rowlett Eagles varsity football team on delay. And I don't know about anybody else, it's hard for me to listen to a broadcast on delay, especially if I happen know, to know who won the game 
came in the first place. So this is the one and only place that you're going to get live play-by-play of the Rowlett Eagles varsity football team. And we will bring you all the games this year. Also, in today's show, we'll bring in the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna. Again, we'll look at this football team. We'll talk about last year. We'll talk about this upcoming year. We'll talk about some of the things that happened last year, some of the things of our expectations of this year. And also a special guest here on the pregame show, and he will also be on our halftime show, the head coach of your Rowlett Eagles varsity basketball team, Jason Bush, will be joining us here in the pregame show, and we're actually going to take that up and over and put it in our halftime show of the Rowlett Eagles varsity football team as they take on the Prosper Eagles. So, a good thing coming up for us here in the pregame show. We're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We're going to be here hearing from some of our fantastic sponsors and what is this our sponsorship here of the pregame show it's coming to you from the bullet experience melvin bullet yet again is the fine sponsor of the pregame show here on the couch potato sports show covering the rowlett eagles varsity football team i'm excited about it and the bullet experience is a big part of it if you know anything what happened this last season here at the nfl draft we came to you live from the bullet experience and that having been said, that was actually awesome because we had Melvin Bullitt himself, the man that has stopped Tom Brady. Check out my video on it. It's out there. Uh, that How he's single-handedly stopped Tom Brady from winning a game. So you got to check that out. But the Bullet experience is something that you have got to check out. And I'm going to tell you the reason why. If you have ever been in the Rowlett-y, uh, Rowlett area and you have been over at Princeton and Liberty Grove... You'll see a new, brand new facility. Well, it's not even brand new because it's now been there for three years. Three years, guys, it's been there. But I was just there at the NFL draft. The place looks brand spanking new. All new things that are going out. The workout facility that is there. The basketball and volleyball stadium or the courts that are there. The sand volleyball as well that's out there. The soccer that's going on. The flag football that's going on. And personal training that happens over at the Bullet Experience. Guys, you've got to take a little bit. You don't even have to sign up. Just go over there and tour the facility. If you get the opportunity, do that. Because I will tell you, and I will, I'll just put it out there, you will not be disappointed on what you see from the Bullet Experience. The Bullet Experience is one of the places where you can go and be trained by the pros. And folks, let me tell you something. When you're being trained by 
by the pros, you are being taught some of the things that the pros know that your opponent may or may not know. And when you are talking about a, an advantage, if you are a football player and you have Melvin Bullet and you're over there training with Melvin Bullet, having that experience of Melvin as well as Jerry, uh, both have played in the NFL, and Terrence Bullet, who has uh, played uh, up in Canada, all of them coming out of Texas Tech University as well, Red Raiders at heart, you get to know some of the things that you are not going to get from anywhere else. So make sure you check out the Bullet Experience. Head on over to 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. That's a Princeton Road and Liberty Grove. Check them out. They got alternate hours. Or you can come in contact with Melvin Bullet at 214-607-4518. And we thank him for his sponsorship of the Rowlett Eagles Varsity Football and Basketball Team. So we're going to take our quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about the Rowlett Eagles in that last year, and then we'll be also bringing on the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna. So we'll take that quick break here on the Couch Potatoes Workshop and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. This is Sunday Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are as well as their approach and products, and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log online, budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about perfection body sculpting. Are you tired of seeing those love handles? Or do you just want to change your own image of yourself for a new you? Make sure you check into Perfection Body Sculpting located in the heart of Rowlett. A $69 initial consolation fee includes a 30-minute session of Laser Lipo. So start the New Year's off with a new amazing special from Perfection Body Sculpting. And remember, your goals are our highest priority. Contact Tammy at 214-735-8519 or visit them on the web at www.perfectionsbodysculpt.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Landon Huey and 19 Ministries. As we're pioneering a new work and working with people across the city of Rowlett. And anything you ever do big for the Lord, it has to be rooted in prayer. You pray first, and then you take a step. And that's what we've been doing. And we really believe that God's going to do, and He's doing some big things in the city of Rowlett. So make sure you contact Landon Huey at 19 Ministries at 972-835-8665, or check them out on the web at 19ministries.org or uniterowlett.org.
Experience counts when buying or selling your home. That's why more and more DFW residents use Keller Williams Realty than ever before. Contact Jeremy Morgan of Keller Williams as he has access to thousands of buyers and sellers right here in the DFW area. Jeremy will help you find the best home that fits your specific needs and lifestyle. Find him at LakeRayHubbardRealEstate.com or give him a call at 214-236-2914. Jeremy Morgan Realtor of Keller Williams Realty. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice of your rally at Eagles letting you know about Liberty Air and Heat. Everybody knows what the Texas Heat can do your air conditioning and heating systems. That's why you need the experts that deliver the best and most honest service in the Rowlett area. We provide the high quality air conditioning and heating services that keep you more comfortable when you need it. We strive to always meet and exceed customers' expectations, competency, and accountability, as well as satisfaction. So contact Liberty Air and Heat at 469-678-9444 or visit them on the web at libertyairandheat.com. Find out how Merchant Masters, DFW, specializing in small business companies, can help you save money and protect your customers' information with our credit card processing and point-of-sale systems. In 95% of our cases, our services save our clients money. So, what makes Merchant Masters DFW different from all the others? It's an integrity-first approach to each client we work with so you receive the very best, including financial savings, lowest possible rates, superior technology, and improved support. So claim your free audit at MerchantMastersDFW.com or contact John Beeman at 262-339-5470 for more information. That's 262-339-5470. Merchant Masters DFW, different from all the rest. And welcome back into the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles as they are on the road taking on the Prosper Eagles here on the Couch Potato Sports Show in the pregame show again being brought to you by Melvin Bullet and the Bullet Experience. Make sure you check them out for all your training needs and football, basketball, soccer, or volleyball, or uh, any kind of training that you may need. Make sure you check them out. Let's talk a little bit about the team that we are going to see here tonight. It's the Prosper Eagles. Again, coming to you from a magnificent stadium, $64 million stadium for high school football. Amazing. But when you take a look at where Prosper is coming from, folks, they play in District 9 6 a. Now, there are a lot of good football teams coming out of that area. Uh, obviously, the one on top and the one that keeps winning and winning and winning and having their way in this division, of course, are the Allen Eagles. As last year, the Allen Eagles ended up with a record of 14-1. and They lost in the state championship game, but that doesn't mean a lot uh, because they're going to be back there and strong. So the Prosper Eagles Eagles playing in that district have a tough road to hoe as they move forward in these 
10 games. And again, now, the first three games, again, out-of-district games, so an opportunity for them to obviously get work out some kinks and things like that, just like the Rowlett Eagles, before they go into district play. Of course, district play is the thing that everybody worries about. These out-of-district games just put you in a position to get set for those district games. And when you're Prosper and you're taking on a team like the Allen Eagles each and every year, along with Plano East, um, as well as uh, some of the other names that may not have had a great season last year, uh, but could turn it around this year. Now, when you look at the Allen Eagles, again, they were 14-1 last year, um, and that includes the playoffs and everything else. The Prosper Eagles were 9-4 and in the regular season. They had two playoff games as well. Some of the other teams that are in this uh, district of football as Jasette, as they were two and eight last year, did not have the best season in the world. McKinney, boy, that was the um, team that the Rowlett Eagles opened up last year in the new McKinney ISD Stadium. They actually went four and seven. One of those seven were thanks to the Rowlett Eagles varsity football team. Then the Plano Wildcats, the team that we're going to see uh, in a week, uh, two weeks, if I'm not mistaken, they were five and five last. Last year, and actually, we played McKinney Boyd. They were two and eight, so um, they played. They were the Mustangs, so it wasn't McKinney. It was McKinney Boyd. So I apologize for that. They were eight and three, and unfortunately, Plano West was. Um, was uh, 0 and 10. So when you look at it, you look at how the powerhouse that the Allen Eagles are, they've been stable. Um, so you look at those when you look at division one, you know, division one type of teams within you know, these six A's and everything else, you got to look at teams like the Eagles to continue what they're doing. Prosper's going to have to work a little bit harder at it, um, but they're going to be right there at the end, too. So when you look at the uh, Allen Eagles, they advanced to the um, state semifinals the last seven seasons in a row, and this is a team that knows winning. I mean, they get the players. They have people moving to Allen just to be a part of that program. Now, uh, Prosper and McKinney, they really are ready to turn around and repeat to getting back into the playoffs within this division of football. So we'll look for that and see what happens there. Josette, um, they have a star running back in E.J. Smith. Right now, um, he struggled last year because that was really their only option. And when you you stop their only option, it kind of takes away from the opportunities of being successful. So that's a football team that has got to move forward. But when you talk about Prosper and what they play and who they play, it brings them ready to take on a team like the Rowlett Eagles as they move forward. Because the Rowlett Eagles don't play in that powerhouse division of football such as the Prosper Eagles. Now, when you take a look at District 10-6A, which is where your Rowlett Eagles are playing, you know, Saxy, if you look, you know, last season, you know, it was a slow start for them, but the Mustangs are, you you know, they, they, they just took off with it last year. 
in this uh, district of football, but Saxby was eight and four last year. That's a far cry from the Prosper at nine and three, and even though the the Allen Eagles, uh, the team that the Rowlett Eagles eventually lost to, a fourteen and one. So looking at the whole situation, you know, Saxby right now looks to be ready to go and see what they can do. They're also aiming for their fourth straight undefeated streak right here in this district. Lakeview Centennial also has one of the best running backs in this district with Kamar uh, Wheaton. Uh, he's one of the country's top recruits, so we'll see him. So looking at this district, a lot of stuff that's going on. You know, right now, you look at the Patriots, they could return to the playoffs. Now, Rowlett and Wiley both made the playoffs last year, but the question is, is what order will it be because we saw what happened. So, again, the Saxey Mustangs in this division went 8-4 and four last year. The Lakeview Centennial pa- uh, Patriots were five and four overall. Your Rowlett Eagles were seven and three. The Wiley Wildcats were six and four. The North Garland Colonels six and four. The Name of Forest Rangers four and seven. South Garland were two and eight, and Garland was one and nine. So when you look at this the district of football, what we have seen as a mainstay. Pretty much are the Saxe Mustangs, the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, and the Rowlett Eagles varsity football team. But now, when you throw Wiley in like we did last year, it took away from a North Garland or a uh, Neyman Force or South Garland or Garland to actually qualify for the playoffs. So this season, no, nothing different. But the top four are definitely Saxy. It's definitely the Lakeview Centennial Patriots and the Wiley Pirates, as well as your Rowlett Eagles. Now, will they be able to maintain that is going to be the big question as they move forward within this district. And we'll be looking at all these teams. Again, when you look at the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, when they got Kamar Wheaton out there, this guy, again, he is one of the country's top recruits in the 2021 class, and he could help them take, you know, Take them right back to the playoffs. But again, if that's going to be their only weapon, how will they utilize them to where that they can be able to go ahead and get back into the playoffs? Not only that, but be successful. So we got a lot to look at here with just within our district and the team that we're playing outside of our district. Again, guys, also remember, we'll be back in the same district again when the Rowlett Eagles take on the Plano Wildcats. And also, don't forget about the across the bridge, um, the across the bridge rivalry with the Rockwall Yellow Jackets, and that game will happen over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium, and we will be able to bring you that weather permitting. If you remember, last year was one of those crazy years regarding weather. That's one thing we're going to do. We're going to talk a little bit about the weather, what happened last year and the weather uh, here, and again, don't forget, we're going to have the 
Eagle Eye Bill Cerner come and join us here for a few minutes, talk about the season, the games last year, and the games this year. Keep your eyes and ears open for that. So what we're going to do now is take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles as they're taking on the Prosper Eagles and the pregame show being brought to you by Melvin Bullet and the Bullet Experience. Make sure you check them out whenever you have need. They're located at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett over at Princeton Road and Liberty Grove. Or you can give them a call 214-607-4518 and check out a, a beautiful facility. And we, again, thank them for their sponsorship of the Rowlett Eagles Varsity Football and Basketball Team. So we'll take that quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullet at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. Being taken for a ride? Check out Costlow Insurance, serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance to save a ton. Costlow Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road where we make insurance fun. Or check us out on the web at costlowinsurance.com where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh?
ready for the start. We can never make talking about insurance as exciting as the Kentucky Derby. However, we can make it interesting to see how much we can help you save money on your car insurance. Check out Coslow Insurance at Rowlett Road and Main Street in Rowlett, or check them out on the web at coslowinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, we have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It's simply not a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, my firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security Maximization, please give our office a call today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nestegadvice.com. And welcome back into the pregame show. Your Rowlett Eagles as they're taking on the Prosper Eagles as we kick this season off. Boy, has it been a long offseason. Boy, has it been a long time since I've been back in the booth, whether it be football and or basketball. It's a long six to seven months for Sonny. Uh, but we are back, and we will be back in the booth again, opening up a beautiful brand-new stadium over there in Prosper. We'll uh, probably be doing some Facebook Lives regarding uh, getting there, and you can see the facility. We'll take some pictures and get those posted of the new stadium that's out there. I'm excited about seeing those kind of things. As you know, you took a look at last year as the Rowlett Eagles made their way over to the Cotton Bowl. It's a storied place to go play football, but let's be honest. First of all, it's really huge, and second of all, it's kind of a place that is old school. And when you go into these new stadiums, like we are here at the Prosper ISD Stadium, beautiful new stadium, all new things, and all the bells and whistles that you could possibly imagine, and getting anything and everything that you need to do a broadcast like we'll be doing will be easy peasy, as we say in the old school days. So that being said... Uh, we are here talking a little bit about your Rowlett Eagles and what we can expect on them. But let's talk a little bit about the Rowlett Eagles and where they ended up last year uh, in as far as the record and what we've seen. So last year we saw your Rowlett Eagles end up 7-3 and three, and uh, us as radio broadcasters and fans of the Rowlett Eagles varsity football team were robbed. Yeah, I'll say robbed because Mother Nature just had their way, her way with us uh, thanks to the um, game that was not played. And again, unfortunately, this game is an out-of-district game when you talk about the Rockwall Yellow Jackets and unfortunately 
unfortunately, we did not get that game last year based upon the weather. Also, if you remember correctly, when we were trying to go on air, we were trying to cover it a little bit. Um, our broadcast room that was set up for us uh, on the second floor, it was raining so bad that day. And I don't know if y'all remember it, uh, but it was raining so bad that day that the booth actually flooded um, where they had two feet, uh, two and three feet of water on the second floor over in the Rockwall Stadium. So, but unfortunately, we didn't get that game. I, they were moving us around to find us a place to uh, call the game, and we were going to be in the media room, but doing the play-by-play and loud like we would, we wouldn't have a would not have had our regular booth if they did play that game. Uh, but again, um, if you go back into the archives or go back into um, my Facebook page and go back to last year about this time, you can see all the pictures, tornado problems, the, the weather just came in so fast and um, I was talking to Bill Cerna about that it's too bad they didn't play that game earlier in the day and go ahead just get up on the phone and say hey let's get everybody here at 1 o'clock in the afternoon uh, before this thing hits and it did it hit right around 5 o'clock 2 hours before kickoff and they had to end up going ahead and waiting until about 8.30 before they went ahead and cancelled that game out of Rockwall so that 7-3 and three is not just the 10 games that they played um, yeah, it's seven three and a tie. So um, that's where that ended up, you know, as far as that's concerned. But again, it was an outside of district game, so they did not cover that game. But they started off the season again in McKinney when they took on Boyd, and uh, the Raleigh Eagles got a forty five to twenty one victory in that game to start off the season. A great way of doing it on the road in a new stadium, beating the home team uh, was uh, was fantastic if you had the opportunity to check that one out it was a very uh, very good game a good solid game played by your Rowlett Eagles as they put it together for the full time and that's one thing that when you looked at the Rowlett Eagles and where they were were they able to continue and play the games a full uh, full amount of time all four quarters and they did exactly that they did a fantastic job in that game so looking at that game it was one of the good ones uh, so they went into the second game of course that was the rock wall game and unfortunately they did not get that one uh, out on the um, out on the game so back on we moved to September 14th as the Raleigh Eagles took on the Plano Wildcats they got a victory there that game was at uh, Homer B. Johnson Stadium so this year of course will be over at Plano taking on the Wildcats Wildcats next uh, for uh, next week. Um, that having been said, the Eagles got the victory 24 to 17 in that game. So that took care of the out of district games for the Raleigh Eagles. They went two and zero in the outside of district games. So they came in and took care of the Name and Forest Rangers back on September 20th and got a pretty good victory there, 48 to 14. They followed that up with North Garland, and that game was over at Williams Stadiums and. A pretty easy game for them if, as far as you look at the score. 33-13, to 13, that happened on September 28th. Then in October 4th, as your Raleigh Eagles, they took on South Garland over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. Got a victory there, 42-20. to 20. So um, they were on the road, uh, on the roll, and ha- heading into it. So 
Looking at where the Eagles were at that time, they were one, two, three, four, five, and zero oh at that time before they met Wiley over at Wiley ISD Stadium. And this was a game where we were actually out on the patio, and they had a little weather. Now, talking about weather, though, if you go back to the North Garland game, that game was almost rained out last year as well. The rain was coming down big time, and, but it was able to stop, um, and they were able to get that game in. That was, was close to being two weeks in a row where we didn't see the Raleigh Eagles play. However, that game would have been made up on Saturday or Monday of the next week, So, but they were able to get it in. But again, weather was another concern when the Raleigh Eagles took on the Wiley Pirates, and the Eagles unfortunately took the loss 42-20 to and I turned to the Eagle Eye during that game. I, I said, you know, if there, if there was not weather problems, the Rowlett Eagles actually seemed like they were playing very well. And not only that, I think they had a great opportunity to get the victory. But as in the past, the Rowlett Eagles, unfortunately, when it comes to weather, they uh, sometimes have a rough go at it. So that having been said, that's where they were. But so they took the loss to Wiley and we had to call that again. We called that game out on the patio. It was so it was cold. Uh, Bill Cerna had to go home and get a coat because he went to work in a short, short sleeve shirt. And before we got to the game, it started getting really, really cold. Uh, and that was October 4th. It's still relatively warm but when it hits here and it gets cold it gets cold fairly quickly so on the 26th of October the Rowlett Eagles headed back over for homecoming over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium got a victory over the Garland Owls 52 to 22 so a 30 point victory for them there and then at HBJ Stadium the Eagles were the uh, visiting team in reality over there as they took on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots on November 2nd and got the victory 24 to 7 there then they took the loss to Saxe again Saxe went undefeated for their fourth year in a row within district and uh, got a huge victory against the Raleigh Eagles as the Eagles were not even able to to make it into the end zone. They weren't able to put up three points from a uh, from a uh, field goal either. So they ran into a lot of problems as they took on the uh, district champions from last year. And then, of course, in the playoff game, the Raleigh Eagles gave it a whirl against Allen in the first round over at the Allen Eagle Stadium, um, and they took the loss 56 to 21. So much so, I remember that day not because of the game, because I unfortunately felt pretty bad about the game. But what happened? My battery died. Now. Sonny Clark is not a mechanic. Sonny Clark, though, is old school batteries. And when I opened up the hood and we had to change the battery, I, I didn't, I, I couldn't even hardly recognize what they were doing there. So it wasn't the old battery cables that I remember back in the day. They got some newfangled thing there. And my car actually sat in the Eagles parking lot for two days until I could actually find, because the next day I came later, it was later in the evening and, uh, uh, but I just didn't have the right tools. I, all I thought I knew was some pliers and stuff and uh, monkey wrench. I, well, contraire, mon frere. And then we uh, 
actually ended up picking up the vehicle on Sunday after we got the battery uh, installed uh, from my good friend uh, at, at the time, uh, still is, Jeremy Summerlin. So we, I appreciate his help on that. So, But that's what happened uh, last year for your Rowlett Eagles as they moved on. And so this year it's going to be, you know, not much different um, as far as schedule-wise is concerned, except that obviously the Rowlett Eagles have Prosper to start it off more so than McKinney Boyd that they took on um, at the uh, home uh, field there. Uh, so we're we're going to be at that game this Friday. It's going to be awesome. A lot of fun uh, out there as well. Also, the Rowlett Eagles next week will be taking on the Rockwall Yellow Jackets. I'm excited about that one as well because we didn't get that game last year. And not only that, we get that one over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium. Then the Rowlett Eagles the week after that will finish up their out-of-district games as they'll be taking on the Plano Wildcats on uh, September 13th. So uh, look for that one. We'll be bringing you that game live from Plano High School. Then the Rowlett Eagles are going to be taking on the Naaman Forest Rangers over at Williams Stadium. That game happens on September 20th as they kick off the district games there. Then on the 26th, that's a Thursday, the Rowlett Eagles will be taking on the North Garland Colonels over at LBJ Stadium. Then the Rowlett Eagles will come back and go back over to Williams Stadium to take on South Garland on the November 4th, then they get a bye, and that's where uh, I will be heading over to Arizona, seeing how I got robbed out of my Arizona trip here just a couple weeks ago, Um, so I'll be able to at least be able to get a little break there, so I'll be in Arizona on the bye week, but we'll come back as the Rowlett Eagles will be taking on the Wiley uh, Pirates over at LBJ, uh, LBJ, Homer B. Johnson Stadium on the 18th of November. Then on November 25th, the Rowlett Eagles will be back over at Williams Stadium taking on the Garland Owls. And then on November 1st, the Rowlett Eagles will be taking on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. They will be the home team this time. Lakeview will be the visiting team. And the Rowlett Eagles will finish up the season taking on the Saxe Mustangs. And why not? Let's make that a great rivalry game. In reality, of course, that's the uh, official rivalry game, and they saved that for the last game of the season. It'll be really interesting to see where the chips will fall at that time uh, and what will be on the line at that time, too. So whether it be district or overall uh, records or whatever the case may be, uh, it should be exciting. But that's what's going to be happening this year for our coverage of the rally. Eagles varsity football uh, team here. So that is all set and ready to go. We're set and ready to go this week with the Rowlett Eagles taking on the Prosper Eagles. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will bring on the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna. So that'll be exciting for everybody there. Check it out. We'll do all that and get all set and ready to go. So we'll take that quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show of the pregame show of the Eagles taking on the Prosper Eagles being brought to you by, of course, the Bullet Experience. Check them out over there at 8900 Princeton Road, Liberty Grove, and Princeton Road. Check them out, Melvin Bullet and the Bullet Experience. We'll take that quick break here on the 
Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Liberty Air and Heat. Everybody knows what the Texas heat can do your air conditioning and heating systems. That's why you need the experts that deliver the best and most honest service in the Rowlett area. We provide the high quality air conditioning and heating services that keep you more comfortable when you need it. We strive to always meet and exceed customers' expectations, competency, and accountability, as well as satisfaction. So contact Liberty Air and Heat at 469-678-9444 or visit them on the web at libertyairandheat.com. There is nothing that beats good home-cooked barbecue. Since 1941, Dickey's Barbecue has done all the cooking and you take all the credit. Whether you want real Texas brisket, Virginia ham, southern pulled pork, or fall-off-the-bone ribs, Dickey's Barbecue is the place to go. Choose from our favorite sides of barbecue beans, creamy coleslaw, potato salad, jalapeno beans, and many more. Come see us today at our Rowlett location, 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110, in the Target Shopping Center. Whether you want to eat in or take it home, we will fix you up. Don't forget, for your next event, call the catering guy at 972-345-6424. That number again is 972-345-6424. Come visit us today at 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110 in the Target Shopping Center. Also, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dickies Rowlett. For lip-smacking, rib-tickling, knee-slapping, foot-stomping, great-tasting barbecue, come see us at Dickie's Barbecue today. Shouldn't your home be your own, custom, one-of-a-kind? Introducing custom fabric design exclusively from Budget Blinds. We'll help you create your own custom fabric that fits your style perfectly. With 1,500 patterns and every single color under the rainbow, we'll help you design your perfect luxurious drapes and accessories to make your home your own. No one else does custom like this, only from Budget Blinds. Call Karen McKinney to schedule your free in-home consultation today at 972-722-9300. That's 972-722-9300. Or go online to budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett and book your appointment today. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Landon Huey and 19 Ministries. We wanted to share a couple things that we're excited about with 19 Ministries. You can go to unitereoulette.com. Some of the things we're doing is going like to the local laundromat and just blessing people, paying for their laundry. There's a lot of different ways that you can bless and impact the city. You know, 19 Ministries is a faith-based nonprofit. And the heart behind every project that we do comes from the love of Jesus that we have in our hearts. We know God so loved the world that he came and he gave, and that's our heart for this city. Man, we love Rowlett. So make sure you contact Landon Huey at 19 Ministries at 972-835-8665 or check them out on the web at 19ministries.org or uniterowlet.org. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles asking you, are you tired of weeding through all those realty sites? 
I have a better way and it can be right in the palm of your hands. Download Jeremy Morgan's app from the web right to your phone. Just visit jeremymorgan.realtor or visit him on the web at www.rayhubbardrealestate.com or give him a call at 214-236-2914. That's 214-236-2914. Jeremy Morgan Realtor from Keller Williams Realty. Find out how Merchant Masters, DFW, specializing in small business companies, can help you save money and protect your customers' information with our credit card processing and point-of-sale systems. In 95% of our cases, our services save our clients money. So, what makes Merchant Masters DFW different from all the others? It's an integrity-first approach to each client we work with so you receive the very best, including financial savings, lowest possible rates, superior technology, and improved support. So claim your free audit at MerchantMastersDFW.com or contact John Beeman at 262-339-5470 for more information. That's 262-339-5470. Merchant Masters DFW, different from all the rest. Couch Potato Sports Show in the pregame show of your Rowland Eagles as they are taking on the Prosper Eagles in the Eagles 2019 season opener as they're on the road. I've got online the guy that I, I, he's the MVP of what we do each and every week. He's the Eagle Eye Bill Center. How you doing, Bill? Heidi Ho, neighbor. I bet you Heidi recognize Ho. that from an old TV show back when we were in our teens. <laughs> I do okay, remember maybe, that. Okay, I, maybe, maybe yeah. not our teens, but close, right? But well, lot young, maybe younger. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what we'll but, tell everybody. That's what we'll tell everybody. There you go. Good, good stuff. Hey, 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 we are here, man. It's been a long off season. It's been a long time since we've been in the booth, um, and that is where I want to start. I mean. I want to jump a little bit because as we walked out of the stadium over in Allen, as the Eagles uh, got beat by the Allen Eagles in the first round of the playoffs, not that it was any great big surprise, but it was kind of a letdown that we they unfortunately didn't play as well. But we had to move on. And now I went on to basketball, and you went on to some other stuff as well. You know, it, folks don't know what my color commentator does. Now, we, we met back in indoor football with the Allen Wranglers. That's when we originally met. But over time, working in indoor football, you have taken a step forward as far as getting more involved with the team, more so than just a statistician as you were with the Texas Revolution. And also, you're not just working with the team that's locally here. You're actually traveling each and every week 
when it's time for indoor football season starts up. Let people know a little bit about Bill Cerna outside of what we do here when we do our color commentation and they play by play. Well, and when when I when we were both with the Texas Revolution, you know that's where we uh, both got started. And while I, while I was there, uh, Billy Back was uh, one of the coaches that came in, and uh, him and I uh, um, sparked up a good friendship and and whatnot. And and you know he always wanted to uh, uh, you know keep me involved any way he can, no matter where he was at. So you know, and he uh, he went on Nashville for a couple of years. You know, and I stayed at the Revolution, and he came back to Wichita Falls. And started a team there uh, with the Wichita Falls Nighthawks out of the IFL. And uh, right. so he asked me, hey, do you want to come on as an offense assistant? And, and uh, you know, I did. You know, Wichita Falls only been an hour away. Um, me at the time living in Roanoke, so it was actually a, a pretty simple thing. So, you know, I got, I got started with him there. and got started assistant coaching with him and, and being an offensive assistant. And we just uh, we went real well there. Well, uh, after my first season there, uh, the team abruptly uh, stopped uh, stopped business. Uh, there was a, a, a court hearing, some challenges between leagues, and they ended up uh, suspending uh, uh, the team. So and Billy was a moved big on. Part of that at that time. Yes, so, you were. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, so, because me being the director of operations of the team that they were uh, thinking about coming to play in, uh, we played a big part in that. So yeah, and and, and uh, Wichita Falls kind of got. Um, they got caught in the crossfire, and that's where they ended they up did. getting stuck because it was it was the, the involvement was with the other teams, and they just kind of got caught in the middle of it, and and ultimately they're the ones that uh, uh, suffered by it. But you know, as, as soon as uh, Billy left there, you know, Atia was uh, was part of an expansion team in Greensboro, North Carolina, the Carolina Cobras, and uh, uh, you know, he contacted me and said, "Hey, uh, you know, I know you're 1,200 miles away, but I would still love you to be part of this team." and uh, uh, you know, I looked at it and said, you know what, this sounds like a challenge, sounds like fun, sounds uh, like it'd be a good opportunity. So uh, for the last two seasons, you're absolutely right. I've been traveling from uh, March all the way through towards the end of August, um, back and forth every weekend, either going to North Carolina or, or you know, wherever the team goes on, on uh, away trips uh, during the season. So, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's nice. You know, obviously the season ended last week, so it's it great timing for this, and uh, it's been nice uh, being, not being, not having to travel every week. Yeah, you get to stay home on the weekends for once. You know, you only get so many bye weeks and everything else. So, and even on the bye weeks, you're traveling as well. So, you know, staying home on the weekends was something. Now, and guys, this is where we met. This is where we got. And when we started jumping deep into. Um, the Rowlett Eagles varsity football team and the play-by-play, it was only a natural because I was sitting next to the guy each and every week during the indoor football season for many years with the Texas Revolution and the first year with the Allen Wranglers. That was the year Terrell Owens came in and uh, played for the Allen Wranglers as well. So that's where we went. And is that was that your first year or was that your second year? No, my first year was uh, with the Allen Wranglers when uh, T.O. was part of that team. So uh, we my got to see a, l- okay. a little bit of the circus that went on there and, and uh, even the circus yeah. that happened after because uh, once the Texas Revolution came in, you know, it, uh, they were always trying gimmicks. They, you know, they brought in um, Jen Welter, which was the first female yep. 
player to play in the men's professional football. Uh, you know, they they started that as kind of a gimmick thing, and you know she uh, you know she worked hard and got a chance to play a little bit, and then she ended up coaching for the next couple of years with the team. And then uh, you know yep. if you know that name, Jen Welter, you'll you'll know that then she moved on to the Arizona Cardinals. So uh, yeah, we were there for a lot of that. And you're right, we were actually right next to each other. So even though I yep. wasn't on the radio, I was kind of your eagle eye at that time as I was kind of pointing yeah. things out during a broadcast and I was helping that's kind of how you and I got started with Rowlett because after all that then you were like hey why don't you try this and come out with me and then you know the rest is history we're now on our sixth season together yeah sixth season uh together I did the first season you know kind of by myself hitting this here and there but at the same time uh that that's that's how the whole the background. And by the way, he's being uh, immodest as usual. He his last game was in the championship game uh, for the Carolina <laughs> Cobras. Unfortunately, they lost that game. He got robbed. And the year before that, <laughs> uh, they won the championship. So I got not just a one-time champion next to me. I got a two-time championship with me because he was the statistician for the Texas Revolution when they won their championship as well. So he should have. Three Three rings, by the way. Um, so uh, just in case, so definitely the MVP and the eagle eye I gave him because he just spots things that I don't see, and that's why the combination of having him as my color commentator was easy. It was the easiest thing. So I'm glad that we were able to get that all said and ready to go, and um, and where we are now. Where we are now, opening up the season, and by the way, just to let us know, the first year we were calling Logan Bonner was the starter for the uh, Rowlett Eagles varsity football team. He will be starting tomorrow for the Arkansas State Red Wolves, by the way. He is the number one starter for that team. Uh, He's redshirted, so he's actually a junior in the redshirt. So so you will see two years at Logan Bonner over at Arkansas State. So just to give you a quick update on him uh, while we're Well, and then they're uh, and they're they're looking really highly on him. They uh, I know uh in that uh conference they're talking about him as being the uh one of the front runners uh in that league. So he's really yeah. uh putting a name out for himself already. But yeah, first game tomorrow night against the SMU uh there in um in Arkansas. So it'll be uh, really neat yeah. to see how uh, how well he comes out on his first game starting. I would have went to that game if it was at, at SMU. So, I, I, unfortunately, we we didn't get that opportunity. That have also been said. A former player that was on this team, Charles Amenahu, he gets picked up in the fifth round for the, by the Texas by the uh, Houston Texans. Um, and we remember this guy. I don't know if you – well, you probably do. This guy was in the backfield so fast unbelievably quick and his quickness is what got him in reality i think uh drafted being able to get into the backfield finding the ball which was also another good thing that he did and he is a good addition to that defense especially when you're talking jj watts he's talking about oh gosh the guy's name slipped on the other side um but he's uh, a big guy as well huh a clowny yes clowny yeah so so he joins that squad, and he's just as quick as Clowney or will be. Um, a, a little bit about Charles Amenahu, what do you remember about him? Well, you're absolutely right. He was he was a man of, among boys, and and 
so ironic that you're mentioning that uh, now, right now, Sonny, because as we speak, I'm actually watching last year's Sugar Bowl with Charles Menahue in it. And uh, he had a, you know, he started as a freshman all four years. As a matter of fact, I'm looking yeah. right on screen right now as, as they keep uh, panning to him. But uh, he, he started all four years at, at UT. Senior year was uh, uh, the pack, uh, excuse me, the Big 12 uh, lineman of the year. So he really yep. did a great job. He's six foot six. 325 pounds, or two, I'm sorry, 285 pounds, and uh, I think he's going to be a force. You're going to hear his name uh, on Sundays yep. uh, um, here real soon. Yeah, so really cool to see where that's going. Preston Weeks also uh, walked on over at Baylor. Uh, he's uh, he, he was redshirted as well, so he may or may not get an opportunity. He was redshirted last year, so depending on what they did in the um, offseason and the spring games, that you get ready for the games that are going on, uh, here we'll find out where he will be if he will be a part of the active roster. So keeping track of a little bit of some of the former Raleigh Eagles varsity football players that we know about and keep track of, and we'll be doing that all through the year. We'll be looking at guys, where they've gone, and things of that sort. But let's get to this year uh, as we look at this, Bill. Um, well, well, let's take that step back to last year. Of course, um, this year we're going to get the Rockwall game over at uh, Homer B. Johnson Stadium, which we didn't get last year because of the weather. And then the week after that, you know, the weather was really, really active this past year um, and even went into the Wiley game. So we had three straight weeks of incredible weather that really kind of affected this uh, football team as it moved forward as they did take the loss against Wiley um, in that uh, in that game at Wiley. Yeah, and, and you know, with all that weather, really, uh, uh, really stuck with um, uh, the Rowlett team. They really didn't get that experience uh, and 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 get that good footing that they expected. And, and you know, really, the first game that's really uh, could get going it was against Wiley, and that even that game, yeah. even though they played the game, the weather was just so sure, miserable. And uh, and uh, yeah, and and then they really struggled, but. Uh, um, you know, and hopefully this year, you know, you get all games in, the weather cooperate a lot more. But I tell you what, I would not want to be playing the, the non-district games that uh, that Rowlett is playing this year. And that's where we're headed in. Obviously, we're going We're going to take the first trip. We're going to head on over to Prosper. Prosper, listen, that was a football team that, you know, gave a run against the, the Allen Eagles in that division of football. So this is not going to be a rollover but we we've talked about it before. The outside of district games getting us set for the games that are within district. It starts off obviously with Prosper, um, and it, it being in that same division or you know set up there uh, with the Allen Eagles. You know all those teams that are going to be coming out there because we also get the Plano Wildcats as well. We'll be playing over at Plano Stadium for that game. Um, those two games right there, you know, with that team within that district of football. Talk a little bit about that district because it was kind of an off year. When I was looking at the records last year, it was kind of a little bit of an off year. The only two teams that stood out in reality was uh, the Allen Eagles and, of course, the team we are playing, the Prosper Eagles. Well, and and you're exactly right. It was an off year. Uh, you had those first two years, uh, those two teams, and you also had Plano West that really started the season really strong last year, and there was a big uh, uproar, and they were going to give uh, uh, Allen uh, some trouble last year, and then Allen ended up beating him like like by forty points, and so there was yeah. um, uh, you know, board it, material. Yes, and it, it was a lot of it. So you know, but 
I see the kind of alignment that is going to be the same this year as, as obviously uh, Allen's going to be uh, favored in that district with um, uh, Prosper as being the runner-up. So, you know, you got to understand, Prosper last year was their first year in 6A. They had just moved it from 5A, and they were able to go 9-3 yeah. and three in, the first, in their first season of district play in, in 6A and make the playoffs. So you That's know crazy. they have a good culture there, and, and you know they know how to um, uh, really – Take care of uh, take care of uh, football there, and they're you know right now in the top twenty here in the Dallas area. They're number seventeen, and that's rating all schools. So they they do got a strong team. Their only major concern right now is who's going to be their quarterback. So uh, we definitely have to uh, find out what's going to happen with that. Yeah, and that and unfortunately, with the way that we do the broadcast, guys, sometimes it's very hard to get that information because. What we try to do, and the reason why we're able to bring these games to you is that the information that we get, we don't contact the teams, we don't contact the coaches, we don't contact the players. This is just digging that we do in order to find information because the less of a problem that we are to a team, it's easier for us to do exactly what we do, which is call Rowlett Eagles Varsity Football, whether it be within district or outside of district. And we've seen that. The, the, the less of a problem we are, the more welcome we are. So that's why, and we've learned that over the years. So um, giving the whole the coaches and talking to guys, this is just more in the fact of just doing some research. And so the research says, obviously, what as Allen Eagles, they took the loss to Liberty, if I'm not mistaken, right, uh, uh, um, uh, Bill, uh, in the championship game. So, But they were still running up. They, they're going to you know, be in that district, and they're going to be in the powerhouse. And like you said, Prosper for their second year. And the first year to make the playoffs is incredibly crazy because of what was coming out of that district of football and them just hopping in the middle of that. that that's an incredible result on what ended up happening out there. But well, and, you and, and if you teams, go ahead, if you look at it, you have in that district, you have eight teams. Four of those teams have. A t- um, uh, student population over 5,000. That is Plano, Plano East, Plano West, and Allen. And then you have Prosper that has about 2,500 students. And for them to be able to compete with such large schools and then make the playoffs, that just yep. is a testament of, of uh, uh, Coach Schmidt um, there at Prosper and, and how he produces his, his – uh, uh, team there and, and get them ready. So for them to be second season and, and already be, uh, you know, one of the top teams in, in the Dallas area, that just shows a testament to uh, uh, Brian, or excuse me, Brandon uh, Schmidt and his uh, coaching staff there in Prosper. And definitely, when you look at that district, that's a tradition of powerhouses as well. Um, so whether it be Plano, Plano West, and, and obviously Allen, and uh, so you know the tradition of once you step in that, you know. You're stepping in one of the hardest districts of football to play in in the Dallas area. So uh, kudos to them, definitely. So, and, and then, of course, we've got Plano. And then our uh, what I named, and I don't know how much it's caught, caught on, but the over-the-bridge tradition that we get with Rockwall. We'll have Rockwall over at the LBJ, uh, or LBJ, the uh, HBJ Stadium um, 
this one is I, I'm I'm foaming at the mouth for this one because we didn't get it last year, and I I think that really actually in reality helped the Eagles in reality because the week before that they are guys going down the first week of football there uh, Bill they were dealing with injuries so. It's bad there wasn't any games, but it was actually really good in reality for guys to get some rest to get ready for the next week. Well, and you know what? Uh, Rockwall, this team this year is probably going to be the best Rockwall team you and I have seen. Um, I think you're right. Not only, not only are they ranked, they're nationally ranked uh, yep. right now in the top 50. So, um, you know, like I mentioned uh, from the offset here, our uh, – um, out of district games are going to be one of the toughest around. I, you know, it's, uh, yep. Rockwall probably has the toughest uh, non-district because they play Highland Park, they play Longview. You know, they they have uh, last year and then this year they probably have the toughest schedule of anybody in the state. So, uh, you know, it's uh, Saxy has a huge um, out of district uh, uh, schedule, and then um, and Wiley does also. But then the lower level of the district, you don't see it as much. Um, you yep. definitely uh, could tell some of these teams with their out-of-district schedule like we have that uh, we really uh, focus on a tough dis- uh, non-district so that way it helps us in district. Absolutely. And, and then it also gives them an idea of what they can expect because they're going to see that district in the first round. So um, that's actually really good for them. If I'm if I'm thinking correctly, uh, it's the same district as we're going to play, that we played last year. Obviously, as we took on the Allen Eagles in the first round. Yes, that that is correct. So there you go. So uh, and 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 thinking about the top four, obviously the top four are the ones that are going to be in the playoffs. When last year Wiley got back within the district, it threw a monkey wrench in reality for one team um, in reality. Uh, because usually it, it was, it, at least for the last four four seasons, we've seen Saxe, you know, undefeated within the district and taking the district championship, okay? That that we've seen. So um, so we knew Saxe was going to be there. And, and we also knew Rowlett was going to be there. How they were going to do in the playoffs, that was a different story. But we also knew that Rowlett was going to be there. And then there were two teams that actually within district that you, you – it could have been a flip, a flip of the coin. You throw in Wiley, and I, without question, when I heard that Wiley was coming in there, well, Wiley's going to take one of those two teams and uh, away and take them out of the playoffs because they're going to be there. And sure enough, they were. And so, but in reality, I think that makes this district better because they're going to have to play better because Wiley is going to have a good end-of-season record, and you're going to have to beat them in order to get them either A, out of the playoffs or make them, you know, number four within the district. But look out for Wiley this year. There's something about that football team that tells me that that Saxe and um, Rowlett, as well as Lakeview Centennial, better be on their best games because those games are possible losses uh, for them. And could you imagine Saxe losing that one within district as they've gone undefeated for the last four years in district? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, you know, right now, obviously, Saxe, I, I think the gap is closed just a little bit. Uh, more than it has been in the last few years. Uh, obviously, Saxe is still the front runner. You know, people are looking at, you know, looking at Saxe as winning this district. But uh, I think uh, the real uh, um, uh, change from last year is that Lakeview 
uh, Centennial is uh, um, on course to really have a good season this year. And, and yes, they you are. Know, there's a chance they could knock uh, Rowlett out of that uh, two seed um, where Rowlett's been for the last few years. So, you know, it, it's really going to be um, uh, uh, curious to see how, how it goes because right after Lakeview Centennial, then you have Rowlett, you have Wiley, uh, you have Naaman Forrest. Um, yep. Yeah, but which had a, a lot better season last year. So, you know, it, yes, uh, it's did. definitely especially a, defensively. Yeah. So I think right now there's probably four teams stuck right in the middle there that um, that really, you know, there's there's some uncertainty of what's going to be. You know, you have South, South Garland bringing up the end. Same with Garland, but then you have that four in the bunch there that's going to be yep. that could be fighting over two spots. And looking at this team, you know, obviously the first question, when you look at the Rowlett Eagles, where are they going to go? Well, they're only going to go really as far as the quarterback is concerned. But I will tell you, we watched this young man, and we're talking about Alex Trout. This guy here, I think, has got the potential to be, you know, kind of a, a Logan Bonner-ish kind of, a, a go back and compare within the times that we've been calling the games. I think we can get more backup on track as probably having a more consistent quarterback uh, running the team because of a couple of things. Number one, the guy is so tall, it's unbelievable. He's been taller than any of the other quarterbacks that we've seen, uh, whether it be Logan Bonner, whether it be about the same height as Preston Weeks, but a little bit high, taller. And then, of course, Chase DePaul last year uh, is a little bit shorter. So we get, the, we get the height of this young man, but what we get in reality, when you look at that guy, we get the athletic uh, guy that at quarterback that I don't think we've seen since we've been calling Rowlett Eagles varsity football. No, we got we got to see a little bit uh, um, from him last season, and we actually saw him out on the on the receiving side of it too. So we know he can yeah. get down the field. We know he can take a hit. So you know, it, uh, I'm really curious of how he's going to be able to uh, uh, take um you know take the the reins of this team and and uh, lead it. You know, he's got a couple of great receivers. He's got uh, Jarve Hunt uh, back in the backfield. So you know, yeah. it, uh, and him and uh, him and Hunt worked have been together for a few years in JV and freshman, so they've got a good chemistry going. I'm looking forward to see how that 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 number one, number two hit because we've seen Hunt to do pretty good stuff last year in limited play as well. So the, you know, and that's the big thing now uh, when you think about this season and. You get these guys coming in who got the opportunity to play a little bit. Now they got to go ahead and they got to take that step up to be the starter, to be the one that's depended on to make the plays, and and really kind of set the um, the idea of what Rowlett Eagles football is going to be for this year. And the out of district games being so tough when they do get back into district, the the competition level goes down just a little bit. So you know. But they're going to go in and hit hard immediately because of those games. So um, you know, these three games outside of district, I, you know, I don't know what their record's going to be. I don't know if we can what, how we're going to be able to look at it. We also got to take a look at the defensive side of the ball, where we're not returning very many starters from last year either. If you take a look at the uh, the, the personnel that's out on the football field, there, Bill. Yeah, we're we're not. Uh, uh, I think uh, on both sides combined, we have a total of eight guys being returned. Oh. With majority of them on the offensive 
offensive side, even the offensive line, we're going to have to replace most of the offensive line for this team. So, yes. you know, there could very easily be a, a good chance of us being 0-3 going into in district. And to be honest, it's not a bad thing because, nope. you know, if we if we could take that 0-3 but take some good um, uh, experience out of it, that's going to really benefit us in the district. Absolutely. And, you know, when you hit the district and you, you see where the Eagles are going to be going as far as uh, the schedule is concerned, those out of districts, you get some great games, three great games going out there, uh, getting all set, obviously, as we take a look at Prosper for the first time. And then when we get in district, it'll be really interesting to see where they go. So let's look at this and, you know, kind of knowing what the district is shaping up. Yeah, obviously, Saxy. Yeah, obviously, got uh, Wiley. You also have Lakeview Centennial. And then Naaman Forest defensively got really good. And if they can figure out an offense, they could even be better. Um, you know, wh- what do you look at as the Eagles? Do you think the Eagles have the opportunity to win this division or this conference of football here? Or do you see them in that second or maybe third spot in reality based upon kind of the talent that's going to be going there even though we don't necessarily know what we're going to see until obviously after we see the scores on Friday uh, Thursday and Friday night well and see that's part of the challenges we just don't know because there's um, uh, so much uncertainty with this district and you know Rowlett doesn't have that big name person that it's, it's had in the past so, you know uh, yeah. you know, it, uh, we know Alex Rout uh, just by seeing what he's been able to do but we just don't we have not been able to see him take control of this team so you know there's so much still out there to uh really figure out you know what's going to happen um and you know with some of these other teams you know if you do see you know like i said saxy's got uh, uh you know a couple of great uh, defensive players coming back uh, uh matter of fact uh, one of them that's uh, uh i think if i'm not mistaken he's an oklahoma commit uh, you know, at SAC, or uh, excuse me, uh, Lakeview Centennial has uh, the leading uh, rusher, Wheaton, from last rusher. year coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, it, uh, there's definitely going to be some uh, uncertainty until we can get that team out there and, and see how we can gel because there's so many different guys. You know, it, I, I think it's going to be a lot more challenging in this, uh, in this uh, district than uh, they've seen in, uh, in uh, past seasons. I do, too. I think it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a little bit different. Uh, where you can usually just kind of write the Rowlett Eagles into the playoffs, but don't get too ahead of yourself. We'll see how this ends up happening. We're going to kick this off at the new stadium, uh, Bill. We did it last year as we went over to McKinney, opened up the McKinney ISD new stadium, the beautiful, you know, know, $60 million stadium. Now we go into another stadium, a brand new. It just goes to show what Texas football is all about. It's life. I mean, because when you have an ISD, and that's an independent school district, spending $64 million, they know that return is going to be a lot more than that as well, obviously. That's why you spend the money, um, and they did. And we get there. So we've seen new stadiums. We've seen the Allen Eagles beautiful stadium. We've seen McKinney. Now we're going to get into another one. So based up over three football three football teams we're we're seeing close to over 140 million dollars in stadiums in three of them this is amazing yeah and it's a lot of fun being able to open these up and uh, to to uh, do it again this year after doing uh, mckinney i need to look up and see uh 
what new stadiums are going to do are going to be opening up next year. So we we can throw in our uh, hat, our name in the ringer, yeah. and see if we can open up that stadium too. Because I, I almost feel like uh, we're part of um, a part of a. Ho- uh, uh, home improvement show because we're constantly going into brand new things. So, uh, you know, absolutely, it's going to be exciting. It's got the biggest jumbotron of uh, any uh, um, high school stadium. It's got its own indoor medical facility with the with uh, X ray machine. Uh, you know, they they uh, went all out, and you don't see it that often. But uh, now, um, it, it's actually uh, being sponsored by a private uh, company. It is. It's a health. If I'm not mistaken, it's a health uh, place. So I'm, I, I can't remember it off the top of my head. My computer crashed. So I, now I'm doing this by memory. Lord, help us. Um, but it, it's a good thing we're towards the end of the segment. But, you know, we, we are. We, we're opening up beautiful stadiums. We're seeing it and we are. We're becoming part of the tradition. And I'm glad that we were able we're able to do it and get it all squared away. An interesting thing, when you, when you think about the stadiums and what what Texas football is all about, remember they're on primetime at one point with Friday Night Lights, and, and that was a national show. Um, so, you know, it, it is. It's a way of life down here, and it's just, you know, how the, how the things are set up. So it's going to be really interesting. So we move into it. The first week. 2019 season, Rowlett Eagles, you know, football. I'm getting jazzed, getting all ready to go. We'll have new outfits. We're going to we're gonna reveal our new shirts that we, uh fine sponsor of us uh, out there, Wesson Designs, that are putting together for Bill and I uh, for our uh, play-by-play. And also, guys, we, we, Sonny has figured it out. We're going to do the Facebook thing again. But we're also going to bring the commercials in on the Facebook as well, so that could be heard that way. So it just helps our sponsors. And we are loaded with some new sponsors out there, guys, and I'm excited about that. We talked about Wesson uh, Designs. Uh, we also have Liberty uh, uh, Air and Heat that are joining up with us as well. Uh, we have Rowlett Foods. It's a delivery service kind of like Uber Eats, but for Rowlett. Um, and many other ones that are out there as far as uh, – our realtors and stuff so we'll break that up and we'll also reveal our our new look coming to us from Wesson Design so be ready for that I'll be bringing your shirt on Friday so but bring yours just in case I can't meet up with her you know you're the one that we have but I think I'll, I'll make it over there so uh, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to it it's about time for us to get going there Bill it is I'm, I'm uh, excited and ready to get out there I've got, kind of been a constantly bouncing through the web just checking every day just watching high school football so i'm ready to get involved again definitely that's going to do it for us on the pregame show i saved the best for last of course that's the eagle eye bill sermon the mvp of our broadcast check us out don't miss it seven o'clock kickoff coming to you from prosper ifc stadium we're going to open it up and make sure by the way also to let everybody know the Prosper ISD Stadium for the home side is sold out. So you know what's going to happen. If the Eagles uh, travel it, don't go out there, you're going to have Prosper Eagles on the sides of you. So make sure you go out and represent. Get out there. Go tour the new facility. It's going to be beautiful as well. They're sold out. And you know what, though? They sold out seven weeks before the kickoff. So completely sold out. If you don't have season tickets, you're not going to get them. So you might have to sit on the other side if you're a Prosper Eagle fan. Well, uh, we have prime seats, and I'm glad we got ours uh, squared away so we can uh, can watch this fun game. 
that took forever too. So that's going to do it for us here on the pregame show. Join us at 7 p.m. kickoff and here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. We'll see you on Friday. <laughs>